1: Hey, look out. It's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Justin Gerhardt with us. He's the creator of the uh, Holy Ghost Stories podcast, getting ready to uh, get into season three. If you'll remember, we talked to his wife, I believe it was last year. It was a great story. They are going around the world, currently in Cape Town, South Africa. Justin, how are you? Hey,
2: I'm good. I'm good. Thanks so much for having me.
3: And I feel like I always sound like my mom when I say this, but it's amazing to me that you are halfway around the world, uh, at, at least close to halfway around the world in South Africa, on the other end of the world. And here we are speaking just seconds apart from each other. And it's its amazing to me. Exactly. And you guys look great. Let me just say. Well, oh, you. you know, thousands of miles will do that.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: must be the must be the makeup. Yes. <laughs> Hey, Justin, before we get into the podcast, so you and your wife decided to do this some time ago. Uh, no doubt you guys have learned books, volumes of wisdom and knowledge had challenges, no doubt, because you're carrying kids with you as well. It's not just, you know, the two of you. It's it's what four of you. I, I think you, you mentioned. Right.
2: How, how's that going real quick? What have you learned so far? So I think the main thing we've learned, we've got two daughters who are coming with us on this adventure, 12 and 14 years old right now. The main thing we've learned is to uh, open up our hands. Uh, that's that's our constant mantra is just open hands, open hands, open hands. Nothing is ever promised. Nothing is guaranteed. Every time we head to an airport, we're always just wondering out loud, hey, I wonder if we will get get on an airplane. And then we get on the airplane and it's, hey, I wonder if they'll let us into the country. And then they let us into the country or they don't. And, uh, it's just been a good lesson in uh, in that scripture that says, "Hey, uh, you shouldn't really plan your life as if you know what's going to happen." How about we say, "If God wills, then we will do this or that."
3: That's a, that's a good uh, lesson to learn. Now, you guys started. Tell us where you started. You said you're in South Africa now. What what points have you stopped along the way?
2: Well, we started almost exactly a year ago. Our first uh, stop was Weymouth, a little town on the south coast of England. And uh, and then we spent some time uh, back in the United States traveling around, uh, and then we last year we sent uh, spent time in France and Croatia and Northern Ireland, and then in another part of Ireland as well. Um, those were the, the main spots, uh, awesome. kind of Western Europe area.
3: So you've seen some beautiful stuff out there, I'm sure.
2: Oh man, it's the world is a gorgeous place and uh the great thing about where we are now is it's beautiful and the sun shines so <laughs>
3: that's where- yeah, yeah you're like in summertime down there yeah, aren't just you? Saying, yeah. we just uh, we skipped winter that's what we did
1: <laughs> hey and what an education uh academic and spiritual education for the girls huh
2: oh it's been amazing it's been amazing i mean it's it's quite an academic uh education mostly because of the incredible prowess of their two esteemed professors uh, these days, you know, my wife and I, no, uh, they, um, they are learning so much. Yes. Like academically and everything, but um, the, the character we can see growing in them, uh, the relationship that they're building with one another, they do not have the option of letting conflict go unresolved. Uh, None of us do really. And so we're getting really healthy in terms of uh, fighting well, fighting fast, and forgiving quickly.
3: Mm. And what a rich cultural experience they're getting going all these places, man. Wow. I think so.
2: It's What's been one of our favorite things is to uh, plug into a local church everywhere we've gone. And uh, it's given all of us, but especially our girls, hopefully planted seeds in them early on just to remind them how big God is, how uh, alive he is in places that... um, where the people don't look or or sound like them. And uh, I think it's just helping to give them a global perspective, not just of the world, but of the, of the kingdom of God. Wow. Love that Justin Gerhart. uh, He's the creator of the Holy
1: ghost uh, stories podcast, telling stories of the old Testament and all their gritty haunting and fantasticness. I love that. that. Justin, what was the, uh, what was it that uh, caused you to decide, Hey, uh, what if I sat down and talked about, I love, I mean, I love the title, right? Holy ghost stories. Who doesn't like a ghost story, right? When, as a kid, mm. now you've got Holy ghost stories. What? Well, what
2: caused you to do this? Well, so I was a pastor for 20 years and always loved preaching. Pastors wear a lot of hats. So did, did you start when you, some... you
3: were five, Justin? Uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> 20 years? Wow. Yeah. I'm really years old now, and uh, yeah, I got started uh, preaching right out of right out of college, and loved preaching. That was always my favorite part of being a pastor, and my favorite part of preaching was always preaching these incredible stories from the Bible. But when you're preaching a story from the Bible, you always have a few different responsibilities you're trying to juggle, you're trying to sort of apply, you're trying to explain, and it's it's not it can never really be an immersive storytelling experience, and. I decided, man, uh, when I sort of felt God moving me along in my career and in my calling to something else, I felt like I wanted to achieve something similar, bringing people to, into encounters with God through his word, but in a new way. And for me, uh, it was just such an obvious choice to focus in on those stories and to dispense with some of the extra responsibilities that come to a preacher in a sermon and instead just have a real immersive uh in in captivating storytelling experience where we don't break the fourth wall. I don't talk to you about what's going on. I bring you into the world of the story and uh, it's, it's a full musical score. It's uh, it's, I think a really immersive sort of experience with scripture and most importantly with the God of scripture.
3: Mm. Now uh, obviously you get the, 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 the ideas and everything from, from the Bible, but where did you get your, um, inspiration? Was there a storyteller when you were growing up that you just loved or, or, you know, a certain genre of TV movies that you really loved?
2: I've always uh, been fascinated with historical nonfiction. I love, um, I love when somebody can point us to something that happened in history and help it sort of come off the page. And, uh, and, and so for me, um, I just love getting to do that with people and, uh, and hearing from them about the ways that they have experienced the Bible uh, in ways that they had not yet experienced it.
1: Now you're getting ready to step into season three, and, and uh, I'm not sure how many podcasts you've done uh, each, each season, but uh, your favorite thus far, and then uh, let's kind of set up and move into season
2: three. What's coming up? Okay, my favorite so far has got to be Saul and the Witch of Endor. Uh, so I don't know if you remember this story. It's at the end of Saul's reign. It's actually uh, really one of the last nights that he's alive. Uh, he's nervous about what's going to happen in an upcoming battle with the Philistines. And he won't. God will not speak to him. And so he tries to force God's hand and go find a witch to raise the dead prophet Samuel from the grave to ask him for counsel about this this battle. And he actually, uh, it works. The witch, he visits pulls Samuel up out of the grave and Samuel speaks to Saul. It's super spooky. It's like the Holy Ghost stories Holy Ghost story of them all. (laughs) And uh, so I loved telling that story. I loved imagining that. And I got to work uh, with an incredible composer for that particular episode. Usually I'm sourcing the score from music libraries. This time uh, this composer uh, was able to, I was able to collaborate with him on an original score for the whole episode. And and he's an award-winning musician, a cellist, uh, and he's scoring trailers for Netflix and doing stuff with Oprah. And so he's way out of my league but loved what I was doing. And so we got to create something really special together that I think uh, does justice to one of, the, I think, the most haunting stories in all of the Bible.
3: Wow. Oh, cool. What have you heard from folks about, especially that that one?
2: Well, uh, I, 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 the, one of the things I heard, this is from somebody who reached out to me about coming and doing something in his church. He's like, we've got to have you come. I don't care what you talk about. Uh, You had something about speaking on your website. We want you to come. The first episode I listened to was Saul and the Witch of Endor. Um, I think that was episode 17 in all. And he said, I, over the next two days, binged all the rest of the episodes. (laughs) 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 You're binge worthy, Justin. (laughs)
3: Yes, yes.
2: Absolutely. The Bible is binge-worthy, certainly. Uh, It's been great to hear from folks. I mean, a lot of different kinds of people. Of course, if you love the Bible, you're going to love Holy Ghost Stories. But if you don't think you love the Bible, part of my goal with Holy Ghost Stories is to prove to you that you actually do. And I've loved hearing from, I've, I've heard from somebody like an Ashkenazi Jew. I think that's the sort of Jewish diaspora that landed in Eastern Europe. A friend of a friend of a friend of a listener contacted uh, her and she passed on the feedback to me. She, she said, uh, "This is good. You should keep doing." It. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I will. Thank you for the for the feedback. I've heard from folks in their mid to late twenties who are going through like a deconstruction sort of phase in their faith um, right. and don't really have a ton of interest right now in established church, but are hungry for God and, and hungry for his word. And this has been a great path for them to continue to remain spiritually connected. And uh, man, I got a, a message the other day from somebody that was really stirring. It was a woman who'd experienced abuse, a lot of emotional and even physical abuse in the church early on um, with big sort of overtones of misogyny really ruined her relationship, not just with the church, but with the Bible. It's been years since she's been able even to pick one up. She somehow came across Holy Ghost Stories, listened to several episodes, and found herself overjoyed at at the ability to um, reconnect with the stories of Scripture without all of the baggage that she has from holding a Bible in her hand. She said, I actually picked one up for the first time in years the other day, and and it wasn't that bad.
1: Hmm. So, Love that. Justin Gerhardt, we're talking about the Holy Ghost Stories podcast. In season three, it's getting ready to start uh when when actually can folks uh get into the first one and do you already have this all set up for the season or you just go what month by month and just figure out what you're going to do how's that work for you
2: so uh season three begins a week from monday a week from monday that's the uh, 31st of january and um and, man, I, I've got the whole season mostly planned out. I try to plan about 80% of it and leave myself 20% of wiggle room in case I get in a mood or change my mind or whatever. I like to have a plan but not have myself in. Uh, what I do between seasons I've, is I've got uh, folks on Patreon who support the show, who make this possible for me to do full-time with all of my work energy. Those folks uh, are, are my sacred sort of think tank between seasons, I shoot them about 14 options for the 10 episodes of the next season and allow them to vote. And so I take their top uh, eight or so and commit to doing those. Uh, so I let the people speak, and, uh, and, and that's what I do for the most part. One of the ones I'm, I'm really excited about coming up is uh, the old classic uh, Bible class story for elementary and middle schoolers, Balaam and his donkey.
3: Ah yes, yes. Just Very read exciting. that uh, just recently in the Bible again, and what a what a great story!
2: I had not th- I thought. Well, I got to do Balaam, of course, at some point. That's that's going to be a great a great experience. However, I, it, I don't know how it didn't occur to me, but I it, until somebody asked me, one of the patrons said, "Hey, so what kind of research? I know you do a lot of research for Holy Ghost stories. Uh, what kind of research are you doing?" for the donkey's voice. Are you watching a lot of Shrek?
3: Shrek. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's when it hit me. I thought, oh no, I'm gonna have to invent a voice for this donkey. And there's a lot of pressure in terms of how that turns out.
3: "Bale, why are you hitting me?
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we could go high, we could go low, we could go old, we could go young, there's a lot of direction.
1: Uh, Anything you want.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's funny.
1: Wow. Now you're in you're getting ready to do season three, and I mean how many seasons potentially, could you do? Could you run out of material
2: or would you go back and refresh? What would you do? Yeah, that's, that's uh, the the beauty and the, the the danger, I guess, of working with an established canon, right? Uh, mm-hmm. you, you sort of know where you're, where you're going. You know that everything's great, but there is, uh, you know, it, it can only go so long. I do think uh, I've got years worth of stories. I do about 10 episodes a season, two seasons a year. And um, there are just, a lot of stories in the Old Testament. There's a lot of classics, the ones that come to mind for any of us who spend any amount of time in church or in in the Bible, but there's a lot of sort of deep cuts that I love doing, ones that may be shorter or more obscure uh, interactions between lesser characters in the Bible that are just as compelling. Um, And I think if we zoom in, then there there's plenty to, for us to spend 30 minutes with, which is about the length of a typical episode. So, mm. um, man, if I just stay in the Old Testament, which was my goal, at least for the first phase of Holy Ghost stories, I think we'll we'll keep going for years. And uh, and, and once I get done with that, I'll just uh, probably move into the New Testament and, uh, and I'll probably just rip off the chosen. I'll just write down everything yeah. they say. We've <laughs> been successful.
3: Good idea. I, Good idea.
1: <laughs> Justin Justin Gerhard talking about Holy Ghost stories. Go to holyghoststories.org. and uh, I'm sure you can uh, check those out at uh, your favorite
2: uh, podcast venue,
3: right? Do so you just, Spotify did, and iTunes and all that, or
2: yeah, everything everything you can uh, download it on, it's there.
3: Okay.
1: All right, you had me at woodshed indoor because I, I mean I, I I mean I have all the podcast venues that are there at my fingertips, and so that's been a story. Uh, that I've, I read 40 years ago and I thought, wow, this is so deep and so interesting. And then you go back and you read it again, but I, now I can't wait to listen to this podcast. Now, are you just doing primarily audio or is, are you doing video? Do you
2: want to do video? What's the plans for you in the future? It's just audio. I like not having to get dressed. Honestly,
3: <laughs> and uh, we appreciate that, you doing that for us today.
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's just from the waist up. You know, well,
3: that, you know, us too. So that's fine.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, it's just audio. But I think what what's great about just audio with this is it is it engages. Um, your imagination in a really special way, right? So right. you've got my voice, you've got the musical score, but then you're filling in all of the blanks visually. I'm trying to use a lot of imagery and, and really graphic descriptions of the of the place and the times and the smells and the sounds and all of that. But it's fascinating to me how how healthy people's imaginations are when you can stoke uh, sort of the fires of them. I heard from one listener who really appreciated in, uh, in an episode that I did about – Uh, Oh man, it was the fall of Jericho. I told the whole story from the perspective, not of Joshua, the army of Israel, but from Rahab, the prostitute, from her point of view, I get done telling the story. I hear from this one listener who's like, I really appreciated how you added the sound effects. You even made the sound of the birds and everything. I could hear everything. There were no birds in the episode. Wow. Not at all, Man. She had just wow. filled all of that in. And really when she got done, she thought she heard these things, which I think is, is a testament to these tools God has given us. Yeah. And he didn't feel compelled to wait until video had arrived to give his revelation. Right. There's enough there uh, to really engage us if we're willing to spend the time. And I think that's what Holy Ghost Stories does. it. It sits you down and immerses you in a text in a way that you, might not have immersed yourself in it before when you were just trying to get through your Bible reading plan or trying right. to do your daily quiet time or, or whatever. Um, that 30 minutes really stretches out in all directions and um, it, it becomes a, a, a really immersive thing.
1: You know, it is amazing how you can read between the lines when you sit there and you listen. Uh, no doubt you've heard a few responses of well, like, wow, that's not the
2: direction I was going, but that sounds God to me. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. And I think the one. So one of my uh, like, I I feel so good when someone reconsiders a person in the Bible after hearing one of these stories. I'm not making anything up. I'm very like the Chosen, for example, is so fantastic, but they take a lot of liberties, like a lot more liberties than I do. They stick close to the text, but they're inventing characters. They're inventing dialogue. I've sort of it's probably the preacher in me that has (laughs) steered away from Any invented characters or any invented dialogue, you will hear the word perhaps or maybe often because I'm signaling to you that I'm speculating or imagining. Otherwise, it's straight from the text. My daughters listen to these episodes before anybody else, and they're always turning to me saying, did Samson say that? I said, if I said Samson said it, he said it. I'm telling you. But to, to have folks reconsider these characters who are not characters, they're men and women who are Like comprehensive human beings who have hopes and dreams and fears and they get caricatured in sermons all the time. I have been guilty of this in the past, right? We're trying to make a point. We're trying to get a laugh. We're trying to get to the application and we turn these people into two dimensional sort of felt board fake people. They were really um, fully human individuals. And I try to capture that and preserve their dignity and humanity in these stories. And I love hearing from people when they, for instance, I tell the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, but I'm, I'm reading through that story. It is not those three who are the protagonists of that story, the way it's told in the text. It is Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar is the main character. He's in every scene. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are not. It is him who changes from the beginning of the story to the end of the story. Somebody texted me or, or messaged me after that episode and just had the word Nebuchadnezzar with the emoji of their mind being blown uh, <laughs> because they never considered him like someone worthy of empathy. Yeah. Beyond all of that, though, I think it's Yahweh who I love being, being able to confront people with his wholeness, his uh, sort of the fullness of his emotions his heartache, his joy, Um, I love being able to describe him grinning Hmm. at certain moments in a story, which I know that he does, if we can anthropomorphize a bit. Um, And I think that's the one character, quote, unquote, out of all the quote characters in the Old Testament that I have seen people sort of feeling close to and reconsidering as a result of spending time in these stories.
3: Wow. Job well done on that. Way to go. Mm. love this justin gerhardt holy ghost
1: stories.org hey check out all the seasons season three getting ready to start i believe you said next monday and you can get it right there where wherever you get your other stuff uh spotify um uh and and all the places there justin uh you've been such a great guest we love what you're talking about uh we'd love to have you back sometime in uh, the later spring maybe april or so uh, Maybe from a
3: different location in the world. Yeah,
2: wait, yeah. Okay. yeah. Wow. In April, let's see. I'll still be here in April, but if we do May, I'll be in Egypt doing on-the-ground research for season four, which is going to be the whole story of the Exodus. So we're wow. going to we're going to uh, awesome. camp with Bedouins. We're going to climb Mount Sinai, and I'm going to take a lot of notes and hopefully tell that story in a really special way. Well, we
3: need to hook up then. You can show yeah, us the pyramids and everything. And... Yeah, if you're good for
2: that, we'll catch you in May. We'll we'll
1: get with your publicist and get it going. Uh, what I I've got to, I've got to listen to this podcast. It's really cool. So check it out. Uh, Dan's got it up there on the screen. Holyghoststories.org. It's Justin Gerhardt. Hey, blessings to you. Your bravery, yours, your wife, your family's bravery. Unbelievable. Thank you for doing what you're doing. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst.
3: And I'm Dan Ratcliffe.
1: This is Faith Talk Live.